are y'all? Man, that's a long distance to walk. Woo, how are you doing this morning? Oh, 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 that won't be the first time. Well, welcome, my name is Mindy. I'm so happy to be here for my second time. Boldly's the coolest event. I love the Polish organization. Women supporting women, Christian women supporting women and our endeavors and everything that's happened through our lives as wives, as maybe those of us that are widows. I'll introduce that topic. Um, but I know a little something about that. Building steadfast strength. When I was talking with uh, the people at Boldly, like, what's on your heart, Mindy? What's God got you doing? Um, being still, being real steadfast. And I'm like, I'm ready for something to happen. Yet nothing has. Let me talk to you about a few words that the biblical dictionary says that steadfast can also mean. Do you see how this does this? Like, it's kind of cool. I'm gonna drop that a couple times. Thanks for laughing, please laugh. So steadfast words, firm. Uh, I like that word a lot, firm. Secure, seated. This is steadfast. Listen to this one, moral fixity. Ooh, dang, that's good, right? I love looking stuff up in the biblical dictionary because there's just, you know, uh, the American language is so, so different. We think one word means one thing. Well, it doesn't. And it opens our minds to what that word can be. So when we were talking about what are we gonna speak about? I feel like I should speak about something I know very well. Being still, being steadfast in him, doing the thing over and over and over again that I'm real tired of doing and living the life, as we say in Texas, living the life that I didn't ask for. Let me give you a little history and let's give me a little, I love knowing about speakers because it almost like gives you like kind of clout, like respect, like, oh, I can listen to her because I feel like she's been through it or she understands this topic. 2016, my best friend, my sister Renata died in a car crash. All right, please, I'm not doing tit for tat, keeping a little list, but I think it's important. Um, I met a man at a funeral 13 years ago. He was yummy and big and fun and I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding, I didn't really do that. But I felt like that. And I knew it was a God thing because how do you meet a guy at a funeral? Like a really good looking Christian fit guy because that's kind of what I do is fitness. And I married him and he was wonderful. And within a few hours, he told me, by the way, I feel something here. I don't know what to do about it, but I need you to know something. I have cancer. And I just remember going, okay. Like it didn't even phase me. I was like, there's already something here and I know it. And it's more than just, I think he's good looking. It was more than that. Well, 2019, God took him home. December 13th, December 13th, he went to heaven. He's still alive, you guys, just in spirit, not in his body anymore. And on December 20th, we were celebrating his life. And by the way, I have that on YouTube. It is the funniest, most entertaining funeral you'll ever go to. It was, we had rock and roll music. We had people telling funny stories, but it was very Jesus and very uplifting, which I thought was him perfectly. <sighs> I tell you about that because I've been a widow for four years now. And I wanna tell you something God does that will meet you where you are in the littlest of things if we'll just look for it. And I begin with this because what goes on in December that people love? My husband dies in December. What do you think that would do maybe for some people about Christmas? Absolutely not. God did me the best solid and my boys, I have two boys by the way, by taking him in December. And you know why? We love Christmas so much. Come to my house, it's ridiculous. Santa throws up, the elves throw up. I love it. Like I'm ready to decorate for Christmas right now. 
Like, can we just, let's just go for it. Come over, I'll fix us dinner and let's like some charcuterie boards, that's what I consider dinner. And then we're just gonna, I love it so much, but like as sad as that is to think, oh my gosh, she lost her sister and she lost this wonderful man. God still was in the little things. I'm gonna tell you one more thing. I'm not weird with numbers, but I think this is important because to me, this was a little nod from God. Now, real quick, please note, I'm choosing to look for things. Okay, so my dad, years and years ago, um, Amy knew him. Amy and I are from Wichita Falls, by the way. Girl, we ran. We, we ran from Wichita Falls. Is no one gonna laugh at that? That's probably just funny between you and I, right? Okay, anyway, um, my dad died years ago, but he died on March 13th. I was like, that, you know, just a day, right? My sister Renata was born on Friday the 13th. Lee died on the 13th and I was with him for 13 years. To me, that's Jesus. That's God going, hey, my orchestration. This is part of what I'm doing. And you may not think anything about that. And I don't really think there's anything biblical about that. But to me, as much as I'm asking God, why and what do I do? Show me you're here. Show me you're real. And he was like, Mindy, you couldn't make that happen. No one could. So I'm just saying, he's with us and he's with us. So let me read you a scripture real fast. First Corinthians 15:58. Therefore, my dear brothers and sisters, stand firm and be steadfast. Let nothing move you. Always give yourself fully to the work of the Lord because you know your labor is not in vain. So let's talk about being steadfast. I don't want to get up every day and work out. I don't. I don't want to eat right. I don't want to wake up a lot of the days. This is four years now. Like I should be over this, right? Nope. By the way, I've had many people go, oh, it's time you need to go date. You should be over it. Uh-uh. Don't you for a second let anyone tell you that. God has a plan for you, all right? Can I get an amen with that? I don't listen to what those people say. I love you, but I'm listening. I'm gonna listen to what the book says. Um, but be steadfast. Why do we have so much trouble though being steadfast? I've got some thoughts. Where our focus goes, our heart follows, Okay. So where are we putting our mind? Because you know, where we think, what we think is a choice. Y'all realize that, right? We are supposed to take those thoughts captive. And so if you struggle with that, I just wanna lovingly say, I tell Jesus, I'm like, Jesus, please take that thought captive. Stop that thought, stop it where it should be and, and remind me of my truth. Remind me of your truth, your truth, your truth. And he will do it every time. I may have to say it four or five times or pray it four or five times, but he always brings me right back to his feet, which is where I wanna be, right? But here's why we struggle, or this is what I think. The heart is deceitful, above all things and inherently wicked, who can trust it? Real fast, did anyone ever know what a Awanas is? Oh my gosh, like my boys are in Awanas and they're little vests. I would sew the little things on, it's so cute. Well, my oldest, when he was 20, when he, when he was 21, he's 21 now. When he was a senior in high school, we, we go to this small Christian school. So they do this little video and they tell their favorite scripture. And so I'm like, bud, what's your favorite scripture? We got to put it on there. And he was like, um, oh, I've got one that I remember. Jeremiah 17, nine. I'm like, that's your favorite scripture? The one I just said to you, the heart is deceitful above all things. And I'm like, really? He's like, well, it's the only one I have by memory fully. And I'm like, crack me up so much. I don't know why. Every time I think of that uh, the scripture, which is the scripture is not super funny, but it gives us a thought about the heart without Jesus. So let's talk about that real fast. Do you wanna, do you want, is this how we talk in Texas? I'm sorry. Do you want to eat properly? Like really, no. Well, I don't know I could live without In-N-Out Burger. I'm gonna be serious. When In-N-Out Burger came to Texas, I almost lost my mind. But if you get the protein one, like it's wrapped in, in, in lettuce, I think it's a good medium. Like let, maybe no French fries, but I'm just, I'm saying I think it's a good medium. But if our heart is deceitful above all things without Jesus, this is what almost supersedes our 
connection sometimes supersedes what we say, what we do, and the choices we make because we feel it, okay? Knowing that we're Christians, are we supposed to be in our feelings? No, we're allowed to have them, okay? But where do we place them? At the feet of Jesus. And we try to bring them back and go, okay, okay, this is what I'm feeling, God, but what is the truth? This is hard, you guys, this is so, so, so hard. We're worldly, we're selfish, we are flesh, but we want the supernatural of God in our lives. I want it, I want it, I want it. So let me just talk to you about something I know a lot about and don't be mad at me, I'm in fitness. Fitness burger in my mouth, I'm kidding, I couldn't resist. So stupid, I know, I shouldn't have done that. But I'm in fitness. I started teaching classes when I was 18 years old. I've been doing that for 31 years. Do not do the math, I'm only 29-ish. Um, but I, something about fitness I got an energetic, loud person that loves everyone and that is a little more physical, that's a job requirement. I really thought growing up, what am I gonna do with my life? Hi, Patty. What am I gonna do with my life? I don't have any skills that sit at a desk and nothing wrong with sitting at a desk. I just don't have those things. Well, God gave me fitness and I started really helping people um, on you know, meal plans and, and, and workouts and I would put them on workouts and I would make these painstakingly amazing nutrition plans for them and they would never do them. And I, the only times they would work out, thanks for laughing, because you know. Then the only times they would work out is when I'm right there with them, like, and then I'm like, okay, this is what you're gonna do this weekend. Well, kind of didn't feel like it. And my son was kind of sick, and I didn't want to like, you know, be away from him. And I'm like, in the living room? You know, and, it, and it's like, I would have all these questions, but it's, we want that supernatural in our life, but we're not willing, and I, I say we, I'm pointing no fingers, we're not willing to do what it takes. So real fast, being in fitness, I've witnessed to more people than I have any other even Christian kind of thing in my life. And here's why. Every female, and I typically attract females for business, every female I've ever talked to, when we get down to the bottom of why is it that you're doing what you know you shouldn't and not doing what you know you should, let's specifically talk about evenings. And I think this is across the board. I could be wrong. But when I would finally get the kids to bed and everything was finally, no more calls, no more classes. The house was either clean or it wasn't gonna be clean for the night. You know what I wanted? To sit on my sofa in front of the TV and have a bowl of cereal or a glass of wine. Or I wanted to have some chips and a sandwich. You guys, I don't know what it is about chips and sandwich. I still dream of chips and sandwiches. I let myself sometimes, don't get me wrong. But I, I was wondering why I couldn't lose weight, right? I was wondering why it's kind of keeping me. And then I would go to bed on a full stomach. Oh, and sometimes I'd have ice cream. It is what it is. But... I finally was like, okay, if I'm doing this, I know they're doing it. And as I would talk with them about why they're doing, what it is they know you shouldn't, and doing you know, the things that they probably shouldn't be doing. I think I just repeated that, but hopefully you're following me. Um, it's emotional stuff. Here's the thing about food, you guys. It doesn't let us down. It's the same every time. Mm, you know, it's the same every time. And there's something about that that's easy. It's, it's not illegal. Some other things maybe, you know, some people use to soothe their emotions is illegal. That's not illegal. But we tend to lean towards that. But you know what's interesting about that? We'll give God every area of our lives, our children, our finances, our marriage, our relationships, but we don't give him that. We hold it tightly in our little hand and we don't wanna give him what we eat or what we drink or whether we work out or not, or even what we watch or what we consume, why? I think it's because we're so scared we're not gonna get what we want. But why would we 
not trust an unknown future to a known God. Dang, where are the white Kleenexes on that one? Yes. So above all, if the heart is deceitful and it's the one way we can connect with God for him to come and help our heart, guess what the Bible tells us over and over again? That's all he wants is our heart. So why is being steadfast so important? Let me tell you one thing. We're going to struggle when we're being steadfast. But we are a product of our choices. Am I allowed to go this far out? Can I go this far? Okay. Um, we, we are a product of our choices. So just hear me out here. The compound effect rules. Whatever we do duplicates, positive, negative. It duplicates. Where you're sitting, where we're sitting right now, you are a product of your choices. Good, bad, financially, relationship, emotionally, physically, mentally, all of the things. Everything compounds. So maybe to get on a better trajectory, it's gonna be a struggle. It's gonna be hard, we're gonna be hard pressed from all the sides. It's gonna be as if we're being pruned. But what happens on the other side of being pruned? Anybody love like the little succulents? I may have a problem. I may have a succulent problem in my house. I know my neighbor does. Oh my heavens. If I ever need one, I could go take one. She would never even know. She has so many. But Romans 5, three through five says, our suffering produces perseverance. Perseverance, character. And character, hope. And hope does not disappoint us. Do you know what the definition of a sin is? I've actually already told you. Oh, I'm so sorry. I've actually already told you. It's when we do what we know we shouldn't and when we don't do what we know we should. Maybe, let me, let's talk about fitness because you know that, that's my bag. It's like, maybe we don't know exactly what to eat, macros, how many times and all the calories. Maybe we don't know, we don't know exactly what workouts will be the best, but I wanna lovingly tell you, you know what to do. We do, why won't we? And I think it's because we struggle. I think it's because we say we don't know what to do, but we don't really wanna do it. Let me encourage you on a few things. So when, when I train people, I'm like, okay, we're gonna start praying about that evening, the afternoon, you know, having a bowl of cereal or at night, whenever it is, when we know we need to be done. In the morning when we pray, we pray for so many wonderful things, right? Why do we not ask him in to our nutrition? Why do we not ask him into our daily choices? Why do we not ask him in to going to bed earlier, maybe getting up earlier, maybe even meal prepping? Uh, that, that usually gets everyone. Might as well set a bad word, right? No, meal prep. But... A prayer as simple as Jesus, help me be full on less today. Help me drink all that water she's trying to get me to drink. Help me to be hungry for the things I should be hungry for. Help me have that infant energy to go on a walk, to go meet a girl at the gym, to go come and I don't know, do push-ups at the park, whatever it is. He can be pulled into everything. But the bottom line is he wants our heart in it. And if our heart's in it with him, it's sort of, or it should change everything across the board. All right, so if you're like, okay, cool. I'm kind of into this. I see what you're doing. How do I do it? How do I build steadfast strength? Well, you do it just like you would if I was training you. I would have you lift five pounds until that got easy. Then I would have you lift seven and a half. Then I'd make you do some squats, make you do some push-ups and only burpees if you had the proper sports bra on. Um, I would have you first start drinking water. A little, maybe a lot of water. I'd, I'd have you start eating maybe a little more often, try to speed my metabolism. Do you see where I'm going with this? How we build steadfast strength is by practice. 
and challenge ourselves. It is only through the fire that we're refined. Number one, I know you know that scripture, but let me tell you these other two. Romans 12, two. I'm sure you know. I had a t-shirt that had all these fish when I was in high school going this way and the one fish going this way. And it said, do not conform to the patterns of this world. Anybody remember those t-shirts way back in the day? I was so fine with that shirt. I was like, look at this, people. Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. But here's the thing. We cannot renew ourselves without him. We cannot do it on our own. We've tried too many times, you guys. I think that is why we fail because we don't ask him in. I wish we could pray once. And this would be for, like, like, I'll pray for like five hours and then I'm done praying for the rest of my life and that covers everything for the rest of my life. Does it work that way? <laughs> no. Why? Because Psalms 119, uh, 105 says, do you see, I, I don't want to put these on. Oh, I know, look, the state of my life. Um, Psalm 119, the word is lamp into my feet and a light into my path. So how far do we get to see? Not very, but that's, what he wants. Why? Because he wants us. He wants our heart and he wants us every day in everything, even the tiniest, littlest things, even nutrition, even fitness. Maybe the things that we're addicted to watching. I'm not judging you. Yellowstone has me. Oh, mercy. I'm like, oh Lord, please help me. And I'm not going to tell you the reasons I watch it. I'm a single lonely woman. Okay, move on, move on. So, so Here's what we got to think about when we're building steadfast strength. It's going to be uncomfortable. We're going to be hard pressed on every side, only through the fire that we're refined. But guess what? If we take out the bad parts of our story, there will be no good news. Think about every story in the Bible. Like why did God think of it so important to put all of those particular stories in the Bible? Why? I mean, like you want us to read them, right? You want us to know them. You know what one of my favorite stories is? Rahab. Okay, so Rahab, the prostitute, the woman of ill repute, God used for the spies with her little red sash for the battle of Jericho, right? But do you know what else happened to Rahab? Sorry. Um, Rahab had a child, which means the prostitute had a family. Do you know who Rahab's son was? <laughs> Boaz. Oh, uh kinsman, redeemer. And you know who is in the lineage of Rahab? Our sweet, precious savior. Woo! You guys, what he can do. I love that story so much, but without the part before, how would we have the good news now? <sighs> Be strong in the Lord, in his mighty power. We can do everything through Christ. I wanna read you one thing and I'm gonna be out of here. This is by David Powelson. He has a like daily devotional called Take Heart. At the end of the day, the human heart is searched by God and people will reveal their character in their fundamental life choices. Even through their diseases, their disabilities, nurture, cultural settings, horrible situations and so forth. That's why we need a heart that is being transformed to be like Christ. The good news is that because of God's mercy and grace, that this gift of a new heart is ours for the asking. I wonder where you are. I wonder what's going on with you. I ask just lovingly as your sister, I know a thing about suffering. I know a thing about loss, but here I am. I don't want to do some of the things I do, 
but I know that that's gonna keep me strong. It's gonna keep me steadfast until God chooses maybe to reveal something else and he may never reveal anything else. But what I know is that he will never leave us or forsake us and that he wants to be in the details of your heart, just like the big things. Let me pray real fast, you guys. Lord God, you're so good. Thank you, sweet, sweet Jesus, just for your truth. Thank you that we can bring everything to your feet, even the little teeniest, tiny things that don't matter. Lord, I pray that we would be more aware when we do the things we know we shouldn't and that we don't do the things we know we should because that separates us from you, Lord God. And we know that we need you close. You never move, God. It's us. It's us that moves. Thank you for this organization. Thank you for this event. I pray, Lord God, that your Holy Spirit will just run rampant and you would just get everyone's hearts ready to hear not only your word and from these amazing speakers, but most of all, to see more of who you are in your character. It's in your precious name I pray. Amen. Let's go. Amen. Thank you, guys.